enough. Other rappers is delirious. Yeah, it's really that serious. Better holler if you really feeling me. I gotta keep it a hundred. If you don't like it, then fuck it. Ayy, we gonna win in the end. Yeah, we gonna live in abundance. I gotta keep it a hundred. If you don't like it, then fuck it. Ayy, we gonna win in the end. Yeah, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna. I gotta keep it a hundred. We gotta stop all the stunting. You know we coming from nothing. Yo, you talking about money, you bluffing. We gotta do something different. We gotta change how we live in. We gotta do better for women. We gotta do better for children. We gotta listen to victims, whether Jewish or Muslim or Christian. It doesn't matter your religion. You gotta stand against the system, or else you're just another villain. How you just sitting there chilling? Oh man, that intro went better than i thought it was uh i'm i'm actually proud of myself i thought there was gonna be a lag <laughs> <laughs> i was just waiting for the lag i was like oh my god <laughs> here comes the lag here comes the unprofessionalism oh my god but no it went great it went great um hello everybody out there in the uh podcast realm the podcast world um just getting my stuff situated here with the banners um we have another amazing special guest helen who is a recording artist and also a professional belly dancer. Um, you, I see her all the time on, like, you you were, like, on TV a few days ago, right? Like, you were yeah. on, like, a show. And it, what was that? Like, are you are you always um, in the spotlight that, or are you just now getting into the spotlight like that? So I've been on a couple of televised uh, programs since I was younger, um, I believe my first televised program was when I sang for the Houston Astros on oh, ESPN. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that was, I think, in 20, you know, anything before 2020 is all a blur now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, that was in 2012, I believe. And mm-hmm. then after that, I sang back up a couple of times for different artists on wow. the Disney's Magical a holiday special. So oh wow, you're on Disney. Up. Wow. Yeah, it was it was really fun. So the first year I did backup for Olivia Holt, and then the second year I did backup for Shaggy. So it was pretty shaggy. cool. Like, yeah, Shaggy, Shaggy. Like it yeah. wasn't me. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, he's so nice. He's oh such yeah, a nice person. So it, it was really cool to be a part of that. Oh, that's freaking dope, yo! I love Shaggy. <laughs> yeah, he's super cool. So how? What is that like? Um, so basically, how old were you when you were in Disney? You were like a kid, right? Well, I was I was an adult at this okay. time, um, but I was a kid when I did the um, the ESPN singing. Mm-hmm. I was like a child singer at the time. Mm. Yeah. And what was that like? coming up into your craft as a child and just yeah so when I started singing so I started singing like taking it seriously at the age of 10 and it was really interesting most of my childhood was practicing mm. like getting excused absences from class to go right. perform at different places right so it was pretty cool um but it takes a lot of hard work. And um, I think this is the part that 
people don't see, right? They see the finished product of you on stage and doing all these things, but they don't see where you're practicing the same three minute song over and over and over again for hours until you get it right, you know? So Right. Right. That that is that is very big. Um a lot a lot of work. A lot of work, which is why a lot of people are told no in in in, the, in this industry. Um yeah. And you can't really give up on just because of criticism and stuff like that. Um, it's uh, a lot of people don't like being criticized and they want to be in this, be in a part of a craft that takes a lot of criticism a lot. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> um, how, so do you have any? Um, so do you have any solo uh, albums out right now? Um, I have, so I have singles. I have five mm. singles. Nice. Um, I was thinking of doing an album, but really mm. I want to make sure that when I come out with an album that, um, they're like all the same genre. So mm. basically every single one of my singles out is a different genre. I have one country, I have, uh, like more of a lo-fi kind of vibey song. Um, I have one really pop, like this, the most popish song you can mm-hmm. think of. And then I have like a more oriental style, like belly dancing song. So mm-hmm. all of those songs are different and kind of like show like the different sides of me and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That's really dope. I like how you, you just got singles out in your genre bending. That's something that I also do as well, too. Um, mm-hmm. You could literally go far with singles and helps build the momentum to drop your, your, your true project and stuff like that. I always tell artists that like some artists think that, Oh, I just got to keep dropping these albums, keep doing these songs. And like, don't overwhelm yourself with that. Don't give them too much when you're not really like meeting the goals you want to get as an artist yet. You know, you gotta, you gotta just give them a little bit, give them a little bit, let them, let them come feeling for more. <laughs> exactly. Yes. It's like the it's like the law of scarcity, right? You know, you if you put out just a little bit, just enough, people will want to come back and see, like, be curious about more things that you have to offer. Right. Right. What's your first love? Is it belly dancing or is it uh, singing, or do you have That's, another? Well, singing came first, and actually. Mm-hmm. The reason I was able to get into belly dancing was because of singing. Uh, the only reason I was exposed to uh, to actual belly dance, like on stage, was because I went to an art school as a vocalist, and through there I saw a recital and I fell in love with it. So I I love belly dancing and singing equally, but definitely I've been singing longer. Right, right, and. What is the origins of belly dancing? Like, where did it, like, is it, um, is it a Middle Eastern origin? Like, I don't really fully understand where does, where does belly dancing come from? It's very, very interesting. Like, I've seen videos of people of, uh, like, percussionists and the way that these dancers would, um, move their body to, to, to give accent to the percussion. It was, it's like, how are they doing this? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like well, me seeing it from a different perspective. I'm just like, bro, this is like different, different. This is like interesting. Like, how are they doing this? <laughs> yeah. It's super interesting. And the origin, so belly dancing's origin 
comes from over 3000 BC years mm. ago. Like it's wow. very ancient. Um, and there are many different schools of thought as mm -hmm. to where belly dancing originated, but it links back to Egypt in its first, oh, very wow. first origins. However, belly dance has a rich history all over Swana, Southwest Asia, North Africa, or you can also call it Menat, which is the Middle East, North Africa, Hellas, which is Greek, Greece, and Turkey. So really, Middle East, North Africa, and Mediterranean, that's where belly dancing is most prominent and has the most history. Okay. However, due to the migration that's been happening for several reasons over to Latin America, North America, and Central America, belly dance is worldwide now so uh that's why it's practiced all over the world and i'm so happy to have been exposed to this art form and be able to do it professionally yeah and wh where did you what did you learn again so i studied with a moroccan teacher for several yeah. years here in orlando shouts out to morocco kingdom of morocco <laughs> oh, <that's all>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well so what was well so like wow there's so many questions i have and i'm trying to like box them all together and stuff like that bear with me i apologize oh, um do, do, so do you put do you go on tour like how what is the what's the market so basically like i don't i don't understand the market of dancing as much as i understand the market of uh music and stuff like that what's the market like what wh what is like what is your target um shows that you look to do like where do you look to perform at where is it like really what's the mecca of belly dance is there a place where belly dancing is like the the itch like how afro beats is taking over in london like is like the itch of it like what what's the what does the i'm giving too many questions let's just start with <laughs> the yeah. first one. <laughs> so, really the so belly dance is very uh, versatile, right? So there are mm -hmm. many cultures that um, that hire belly dancers. Really, where I perform is mostly where I perform is restaurants, hookah lounges, mm -hmm. and special events slash private events. Now, okay. my style of belly dance, I try to stay as true to the authenticity of Arabic style okay. um, belly dance. So I get hired a lot for. Uh, Arabic or Arab weddings, um, birthday parties of uh, Middle Eastern cultures and things like that. Um, I also get hired to dance for different concerts. So mm. I've performed in various locations, various restaurants uh, as a background dancer or as the feature dancer of different Middle Eastern singers. But I also get hired for events outside of that culture. So the Latin community also has a lot of belly dancing um, mm -hmm. nowadays in different events. So birthday parties, um, again, graduation parties. So really, there's not one specific group of people nowadays that hires belly dancers. Mm -hmm. I've had American clients, I've had Hispanic clients, non-Hispanic clients, 
Arab clients, non-Arab clients. Um, so really, I try to keep my style as versatile as possible. And um, yeah, as long as as long as a client is respectful to my art and they're willing to compensate me the way that a performer should be compensated, right. I perform anywhere. <laughs> right. And do you run into that sometimes? Like, I know in America, we we tend to have issues with uh, respecting artists and giving them respect, respectable compensation. compensation. And um, the, you'll see a culture of, like, asking for volunteer time or this is more of a spotlight type of gig for you, which is why we're not going to give you money. Do you run into that? Oh, yes, absolutely. It's annoying um, as fuck, I, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's, it's crazy because this happens in any performance art. So whether you're a dancer, singer, um, other musical artists, it happens everywhere, right? right? So I think it's it's both parties at fault um, because, but it's more the client's uh, responsibility mm-hmm. because clients prey on some clients, not all, but some less professional clients prey on artists desire to be seen right and they use that uh to dangle over their head and say oh you'll get exposure um you'll you'll have the opportunity to perform blah 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 but at the end of the day that doesn't pay our bills no right right so um sometimes especially younger performers or performers who just started in their career they feel like that's what they have to do Right. Um, I've been there. Um, I've never. Well, I have performed for free when I was a teenager at volunteer events. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, I was never caught up in that thing of performing for restaurants or anything for free. But a lot of my colleagues have. Mm. Um, and I think it's also artist responsibility to say, you know what, I'm not going to. Um, you have to respect my rate because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if I want to get my hair done, is the hairdresser going to do my hair for free? No, yeah, they're, exactly. you know, <laughs> I have a friend who's a hair, who's a hairdresser and we have a great friendship, but at the end of the day, I'm still paying their rate because it's right. their service. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh God. Right there. You know, like, it's just so... It's it's kind of mind boggling, um, just seeing it um, while while being an artist. Um, I didn't realize it was so bad when I wasn't as involved, but now seeing how bad it is really right now. How what was COVID like for you within your um, within? Were you still able to perform? Were you able to like come up with new shows or anything? Like how how was COVID? Yeah, so COVID was a very transformative time. Um, I wasn't performing as much because Mm -hmm. everything like a lot of events were closed down people weren't having as many um things happening so i had to think quickly especially because that was also the time that i was laid off of my uh, corporate job Mm -hmm. so i had 40 hours to myself i wasn't getting the work that i usually get as a performer so i took it was crazy but i took a lot of time to myself and was able to teach online and that was a time when i founded belly pop 
um, my online school and I put out some online courses. I put out uh, the beginners intro to belly dance course, which was fully recorded from my home. Um, and then I also put, uh, wrote my book, Belly Dance Business 101. <laughs> so this book, uh, it actually talks about what we mentioned before, which was um, the how to deal with people that want to undermine your business and right. all of that. So even though I wasn't performing during COVID, I was still able to find a way to make a way, if that makes sense, uh, online and from home. That's dope. That's dope. So, so, so you're like teaching, you're getting, you got students and stuff. Do you, I, I, I kind of sense like a mentor, a mentor type of, uh, personality within you as well too um so that's dope that you're like teaching and getting people abroad what what is like your ages your age group do you have like you're teaching teens or tweens or you're teaching adults all ages <laughs> so oh, wow. it really wow. the the great thing about belly dance is that you can do it at any age um as opposed to some other styles of dances where like once you hit 21, that's it. You're a senior citizen, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, um, unless you're usher. Definitely, definitely <laughs> my, <laughs> definitely my uh, age groups differ depending on which platform I'm on. So on TikTok, I have a much younger audience, mostly Gen Z, whereas on Instagram, mm -hmm. I have more of the millennials, some Gen Xers and over. Um, but really the great thing about belly dance is as long as you can get up, you can learn, you know? So uh, I have students of all ages. Yeah. Like, <laughs> is there any other form of dance that you do? Not professionally. I, mm -hmm. I am half Brazilian, so I do know Samba. But wow, I've nice. never performed samba professionally yet. Yet. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. Samba's the shape. <laughs> yeah, it's super. Awesome. I'm not Brazilian, yeah. but I, I I know a little bit about it. It's fire. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I I I envy dancers. I really do. Um, they're so in tune with their body. They're so um, they're able to use their mind to project what kind of movement they need their body to do to to sell um, whatever kind of dance they're trying to do. Um, it's, I, I think they're like elite, elite athletes. I feel like if you're like a dancer of some kind like that and you have like, there's like, you got to have your vascular up. You got to have your cardio up. Basically you got to have your legs and all, stuff, all physically fit and stuff like that. Um, which what makes dancers so perfect for uh, MMA because they're able to, um, execute fighting moves a lot more quicker and actually give out a, a little bit more of a, a, a accent to it like it looks like something from a movie or like yo did he just do like a triple backflip and he'll kick this dude in his face like, <laughs> like that sounds outrageous but it's um it's interesting like how how it how it how it goes like do you have like yoga is there like a a regiment that you go by when with training like you do you like work out regularly or you have like a specific way of going with body condition? Yeah. So I don't do yoga, but I, I should do yoga. I've heard that yoga is amazing for 
for your body and, and just for everything. Um, I do work out. Uh, I lift weights and I also do calisthenics. So uh, when I can, I do Pilates and I stretch and all of that. But the majority of my exercising, other than that, it comes from belly dancing. Wow. Wow. What, what are like the exercises? Is there like a, 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 a roll or like a crunch or like, is there a specific type of exercise you're supposed to do? Um, because I, like I have a belly, but I cannot do <laughs> half of the ish that I see belly dancers do like nowhere close. I'm just like, how are they able to move their belly? Like that? <laughs> it takes a lot of strength, you know? And the thing about belly dance is even though it's called belly dance, you're working every part of your body, your shoulders, your triceps, uh, your back muscles, very important, mm. your legs. Um, there are some dancers that they don't work out and their only form of conditioning is belly dance. And once you practice the moves over and over again, that can literally be a workout. Like I oh, remember wow. when I first started dancing, I wasn't in the gym or anything. And my body just started to get toned <laughs> because I was doing those moves so much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now you can't like me personally, now that I work out and lift weights and things like that, I'm noticing that I'm a little stronger and able to deal with more things ease like more easily. Um, I especially notice that with my lower body. I do a lot of lower body stuff like the abductor, uh, lunges, of course, squats, right? But yeah. so many other moves that engage all different types of muscles in the legs. Um, I noticed that it helps tremendously when we're doing our dance moves, like going on releve. Sometimes we need to be on releve long for a long time. So just making sure that you're strong in general is going to help a lot in belly dance or any style of dance, really. And who's so who's your top five inspirations that that inspired you to be on this path and also do singing and everything like when you when it comes to mind like who's your inspirations that like inspired you to be in your craft basically wow well um if if we're talking about just inspirations in general as artists uh some of them aren't even dancers or singers like Gary V is one of my biggest inspirations because he talks about perspective and mindset and how it's important to not give up on your dreams. Right, and right. before the pandemic, uh, I was working 50, sometimes 60 hours a week oh, uh, at my office job, dedicating blood, sweat and tears to that. Um, and I wasn't really dedicating my whole self to my passion. Right. Um, and then after what happened happened and getting laid off, I realized, you know what? Working in the corporate world is great. I was able to save money and invest in things. But now it's time to be my own boss and be self-employed. And so Gary Vee was definitely one of my inspirations with that. Mm -hmm. Um Definitely, if we're talking about dancers, I love uh, Johara. 
uh, Johara, Oksana, Alurdiana, who is also a fellow Brazilian. These are all dancers that I've watched on social media grow from, from being great to being out of this world. Like I've seen these dancers go from practicing to teaching, to performing at these grand weddings, to being in music videos and to being in movies. So when I see that happening for other talented dancers, it gives me hope to continue working hard and who knows, maybe the path for me is dance, maybe the path for me is music, but it's all about finding my own way and working very hard. Um, and I can say the same thing um, as a singer. Uh, one of my favorite singers of all time is Mariah Carey. Uh, I just love her. She goes um, number one every Christmas season and she doesn't she really, even drop anything. <laughs> yeah, right. She's amazing. So really, these are some of my inspirations, but really the list could go on and on. Um, just seeing people do their very best every day. That's an inspiration for me. Mm. Um, so you're Brazilian and are you, are you black or? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm black. black? Um, and ethnically I'm Latina. So I would consider myself Afro Latina, black Latina. Um, Shout but... out to the Afro Latinas, Afro Latin yes. people. <laughs> yes, we got to represent. <laughs> but yeah, so my dad's from Panama and my mom's from Brazil. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool. A, a lot of culture in there. And yeah, first mm-hmm. generation. Well, are you able to uh, go and visit and connect in, in Panama and Brazil? Yeah. So I haven't been to Panama since I was a child and I mm-hmm. haven't been to Brazil since I was a teenager. So mm-hmm. definitely I want to go back now mm-hmm. um, when everything permits right but yeah, yeah. they have an election coming up that's gonna be crazy in brazil hopefully they get rid of bolsonaro yeah yeah <laughs> the guy's bugging <laughs> yeah you know it's crazy because even though like i don't i i really don't stay in the in the politics of mm-hmm. brazil but um i do believe that it's a beautiful country and you know, it's unfortunate that people are divided by things like this because it's just like the people are so warm in general right. and the culture is so beautiful. Right. Um, so when I go there, I'm definitely going to soak in all of my roots, all of my history mm. and uh, enjoy every part of it. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful history. Um, what is the name of Capoeira? Capoeira, yes. Um you ever tried it? Yes, actually. I oh, have. really? Nice. <laughs> so uh, a few years ago, I went to a gym and there was a guy teaching capoeira. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm Afro-Brazilian. I got this. <laughs> Let me tell you, the class was one hour. I stayed for all but 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was so hard. He had us like doing like backflips and stuff. I didn't even do it. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to go and grab some water. Yeah. I grabbed my phone. I grabbed my bag. Got my water and never went back. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> oh, God, it looks so difficult, especially like the tricks that they do and the kicks. And and they're like, 
oh well this is all dance choreography mostly and i'm just like what dance and martial arts like what the fuck and then i found out like they were using that from kenya and how they used it to like to to like meet together and talk about rebellion against the master so such such beautiful um great history around there um i wish i could do it honestly like i wish i could do it but just like you i probably would just walked out as soon as <laughs> you see something crazy you're just like whoa 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 that's not happening with my body so i'm just gonna dismiss <laughs> myself right now <laughs> but you know i think that all of us have something that we're good at and that we can tolerate right like right. some people say that belly dance is so hard but it's something that i was able to pick up and i like we may say that capoeira is hard mm -hmm. but the same person that's out here doing backflips and doing capoeira may jump into a belly dance class and find it difficult so right. i i think that's a really interesting thing oh yeah oh yeah definitely definitely especially with like people that does rocket science like how the hell they do that shit like, <laughs> <laughs> you know i don't know it's like dude your brain is just somebody needs to scan your brain like how are you doing this right now <laughs> seriously what 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 else what else um are you picking are you picking up with performances now since it's getting a little better you know um yeah. or yeah awesome awesome you what are weddings like? You you did weddings before, right? Yes, yes. So what is that like being a belly dancer at a wedding? So dancing at weddings is actually very fun. Mm. Um culturally, um it's it's part of of a lot of cultures to have a belly dancer. Um now some people have a misconception that because I'm out here moving my body and mm -hmm. I'm exposing a lot of skin that it would be an issue, but it, it's definitely a cultural thing. Um, and usually I'm not the only one dancing. Usually when I come out, the whole crowd comes out to dance with me. <laughs> so it's, it's really fun because I'm not out here thinking about, oh my gosh, my technique needs to be perfect, this or that. I'm just thinking about having a good time, making sure the audience is enjoying it and that everybody's having fun. That's that's really dope. I only ask because like weddings are interesting and I've worked for a lot of weddings um, in the past. I worked for almost like 300 weddings, maybe more than that, um, just for like, you know, servers, stuff like that. And I see so many different types of things um, that goes on. But I never actually saw a belly dancer there. So I was like, I wonder, wh what am I missing? I thought I saw it all, you know, the <laughs> bridal fights, the 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 money being spilled everywhere and people getting punched in the face for grabbing money and stuff. I've seen it all. Um, arguments going on and wine being thrown in people's faces. Anything can happen at a wedding. So I'm just like, belly dancing that got you gotta be like the life of the party like I, i'm kind of jealous i never got to like experience that at a wedding because i mean i saw bands 24 7 but they're bougie they don't really they don't really like do cultural things <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i you saw know, bar, bar mitzvah once but that was it really but everything else with weddings was just like uh not really cultural i kind of feel like i need to get back into that world and and like 
see if there's like more ethnic um weddings that could like work for it because like that's kind of boring of what i've just experienced <laughs> I was like, wow, that doesn't go on at Emirates. <laughs> I don't know, you know, seeing fights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but That's a lot you of tea right few, there. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Oh God. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna tell you the story real quick. So this lady uh-huh. literally thought that somebody stole her purse and she went around the whole wedding asking, Where's my purse? And then the bride got mad, kicked her out, and she came back, started talking shit, and they found her purse in the bathroom. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> you know, this lady, bro, she's from a different state. She's not to fire her away because they're not going to let her back on that bus. <laughs> no, right? Oh, my gosh. That's wild. But, yeah, no, I've I've never had that situation. Actually, I'm thinking back. I've, I, I guess I'm lucky because I've never, like, performed somewhere, not even just a wedding. I've never performed anywhere where there was, like, a fight or anything crazy happening. There was one time when I was performing somewhere and like literally people were like dancing on the tables. I think somebody threw a glass on the floor and like, I was like, okay, when do I come out to dance? Because it seems (laughs) like it's already lit. Um, But yeah, that's, that's a really interesting story. Yeah, she ruined the whole thing for everybody. People were just like, I'm ready to go home now. <laughs> the dancing on the table, that's a new thing, too. I haven't saw that. But I saw Yale students literally just, like, grab centerpieces and throw them out into the the ocean while they were drunk and stuff like that. I saw that. That's yeah. wild. I think they were, like, doctors, too. Like, they were in oh doctor, doctor school. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Are these frat kids or are these doctors? Seriously. Like you would think that all that studying would have you like too exhausted to do that, but oh no. We see something new every day. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I have to cut this short, unfortunately, because I have so much other stuff I gotta do. But um, I want to thank you so much for rescheduling. And if there's anything that you like any final words you want to tell the viewers and stuff, or if someone's listening and they're interested in belly dancing or trying to get into music, we talk about music all the time, by the way. So if y'all just finally now trying to get into music, like that's weird, but belly dancing, like if anyone is interested in belly dancing, you know, like what, 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 what kind of advice can you give some young artists out there that's trying to like make a name of themselves, like what you're doing? So uh, number one thing is believe in yourself because Nobody's going to believe in you the way that you can believe in yourself. There's always going to be rejection. And this goes for both dance and music. There's always going to be rejection. Um, But if you believe in yourself and you find a way, that's what you have to do. There are several classes for belly dance all over the world, most likely in your city, online as well. So really, as long as you're willing to put in the work and practice, you will find your way. Thank you so much, Helena Blondell, right? Yes. I say right? Blondell, yes. yes. (laughs) Thank you so much, Helen. I said Helena. Helen Blondell, thank you so much for coming on. um, And love to have you back on next season. um, And enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. You too. Bye.
Yep, and everybody else have a very good day. And we are effectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. Volume and unity. Divine light shining individually. Effectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. As above, so below, feel the pain in my soul, the rep he'll dissolve. Organize, no matter the cost. Politicians start wars, they don't fight, they sit the poor. And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together. Give hell to the masses, watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids and the culture. It's one love, one growth, one light, light warriors.